Hello, and welcome to the December 17 episode of Investing Beyond Borders, a podcast from around the law firm that brings you regular insight on investment opportunities and legal and regulatory updates from throughout the Miranda Alliance world. This week, we bring you news on the Angolan privatization program, special economic zones in Cameroon and the DRC, oil and gas developments in Santo Tome, Gabon, and Equatorial Guinea, decarbonization and foreign investment in Portugal, and other major developments in our jurisdictions. Sit back, relax, and enjoy investing beyond borders. Diana, over to you. We start off this week's episode with news from Angola, where Parliament is demanding a shift in priorities for the 2022 state budget to focus on diversification of the economy and the fight against hunger, drought and endemic diseases. The privatization of state assets continues to move ahead, with Banco Angolano de Investimentos, BAI, and Sanangab set to be privatized in 2022 via auctions and initial public offerings. Other privatizations underway include assets in the financial, telecommunications, and industrial sectors, with the possibility of companies being privatized through the Luanda Stock Exchange. Also in Angola, the deadline for submission of tenders for the concession of rail support services in the Lubito Corridor was extended by 45 days due to the complexity of the tender process. Potential bidders now have until 3 p.m. on 21st January 2022 to submit their bids. The National Oil, Gas and Biofuels Agency and Total have announced that they have commenced a seven-well drilling campaign in Block 17 as part of Phase 2 of the Clough project. The new development and production wells are expected to achieve a flow rate of 40,000 barrels of oil per day. The Angola United States Investment Forum brought together businessmen and representatives of both governments in an event in Houston. The meeting aimed to promote and publicize the countless business and investment opportunities available for American companies in Angola, as well as to straighten and firm up commercial relations between the two countries. Angola is also strengthening the foundations of its relationship with Italy, with the Private Investment and Export Promotion Agency and the Angola-Italy Chamber of Commerce, signing a Memorandum of Understanding that seeks to create a framework of cooperation in areas of common interest for the promotion and attraction of foreign direct investment. The state of Cape Verde and private investor Mindegolf and Resort signed an agreement for a 1.2 billion euro project to transform the island of São Vicente into a smart city. The Riviera Mindelo, to be built over the next 12 years, will cover an area of 3.5 million square meters and should create between 7,000 and 10,000 direct jobs. The project includes tourism, leisure and sports infrastructures, as well as business and financial centers and a technology hub. Cameroon has made progress in the project to set up two special economic zones for wood processing, with the selection of the African Finance Corporation as its technical and financial partner for the project. The two zones will be located in Edea, in the coastal region, and Bertua, in the east of the country. Following approval from the Gabonese authorities, Total Energies has sold its Cap Lopez terminal and the non-operated assets of its 58% owned subsidiary Total Energies EP Gabon to French oil company Perengo in a 350 million US dollar transaction. 
In Equatorial Guinea, the government has signed a production-sharing agreement with Chevron for Block EG09, located in the Douala Basin on the border with Cameroon. The block has the potential to hold sizable oil and gas reserves due to its proximity to other blocks, where large-scale discoveries have been made. In Mozambique, the government has launched a tender for the selection of the strategic partner or investor for the development of the Mupanda Nakua hydroelectric project, budgeted at around 5 billion US dollars. The hydroelectric power plant, to be located in Tete province, will have a capacity of up to 1,500 megawatts and an electric power transmission line of 1,300 kilometers from Tete to Maputo, positioning Mozambique as an energy hub. In in Southern Africa. In an effort to decarbonize the industrial sector, Portugal will be granting 715 million euros under the Recovery and Resilience Plan to companies that submit projects to accelerate energy transition. The conditions to apply should be disclosed by the end of the year. Meanwhile, Mohammed Al Maktoum, Sheikh of Dubai and CEO of the MBM Group, paid a visit to Lisbon. The purpose of the visit was to strengthen ties between Portugal and the United Arab Emirates, identify companies wishing to export to or invest in Dubai, and look for new business opportunities, mainly in the textile, tableware, transport, real estate, and tourism sectors. According to the Sheikh, Dubai is hoping to transform itself into a global platform based on businesses that focus on knowledge, sustainability, and innovation, which should lead to investment in healthcare, fintechs, and renewable energies. The Democratic Republic of the Congo has announced plans to create economic zones in the northern province of Kivu for investors looking to set up operations in the region. According to the local governor, the region offers opportunities in a number of sectors such as electricity supply, gas, real estate, telecommunications and road infrastructures. Meanwhile, the country has signed a 500 million euro investment deal with France's Development Agency, a public financial institution that aims to fight poverty and promote sustainable development. Lastly, saint main prince is facing an historic moment with the first oil exploration drilling in the archipelago set to begin in March 2022, in Block 6 of the exclusive economic zone operated by the consortium made up of Shell and Portugal's Galp. According to Saint-Main-Prince's National Petroleum Agency, the beginning of the drilling campaign will have no direct immediate impact on the economy, but it is of great significance to improve the geological knowledge of the country's subsoil. We hope you enjoy this episode of Investing Beyond Borders. We will be suspending our podcast over the festive season, and we will be back with you on January 14 with more developments in the Miranda Alliance world. Please join us then for more news from the 19 Miranda Alliance jurisdictions. If you have time, also drop by our website or LinkedIn page, where you will find more updates on our activity and legal developments of interest to our clients and followers. We wish you, your co-workers and respective families, a joyous holiday season and a safe, healthy and prosperous 2022. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm and Miranda Alliance. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at www.mirandalawfirm.com. This episode was presented by Diana Teodoro from our Lisbon office and Luis Miranda from the Houston office. Content was developed exclusively for Miranda by the Miranda Alliance podcast team.
Technical support is provided by Katerina Moraes from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.